I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 400 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, we have made it to episode 400 of the podcast, and I have got just an incredible guest for you guys on this special occasion, which is also a Frogman Friday. Retired Navy SEAL Commander Jocko Willink joins me today. I have been trying to schedule with Jocko for more than two years. I can tell you right now, it was well worth the wait. Jocko is a legend, a hero, and has become an inspiration to millions of people around the world with his Jocko podcast. Not only is he known for his military career, his books, his podcast, but also his Brazilian jiu-jitsu talent as well. Jocko was the Navy SEAL commander of Task Unit Bruiser, which was a highly decorated unit that fought in the Battle of Ramadi. For his heroic reactions, Jocko received the Silver Star and the Bronze Star with Combat V. He is a best-selling author of multiple books, including Extreme Ownership, The Dichotomy of Leadership, as well as The Way of the Warrior Kid. His podcast is the best one available, in my opinion. I love Jocko's philosophy on life, and I did have the opportunity to meet Jocko a few years back before I began the podcast here. I went to one of his many book signing events. Uh, I cannot even begin to describe how honored I am to have him here for my 400th episode of First Class Fatherhood. Jocko Willink will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Jocko Willink was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between the Navy SEAL and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, and if you guys do enjoy today's interview with Jocko Willink, I highly recommend you go through the archives of the podcast here and check out my interviews with other Navy SEALs, including Medal of Honor recipients Michael Thornton, Bob Kerry, and Ed Byers, as well as so many other frogmen who have joined me here to talk about fatherhood and family life. And if you are new to the podcast here, my vision for this show is to change the narrative on fatherhood and family life by interviewing dads from all walks of life, including Tom Brady, Deion Sanders, Dana White, Tony Hawk, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, and hundreds of other dads, many of whom have stated, despite their incredible accomplishments that has only been through the experience of fatherhood, that they have felt the greatest sense of fulfillment in their life, and that is a true testimony to what fatherhood is really all about. Next week on the show, I'm hitting you guys with a five-banger, five fresh episodes to dive into the 400s, including comedian and UFC fighter Brendan Schaub, the host of Flip or Flop, Tarek El Musa. Find out who else will be joining me here. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace. If you guys are enjoying the show, please consider hitting me with a rating or review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy listening to this show. And guys, as always, please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with retired Navy SEAL Jocko Willink. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Today's episode is being brought to you by Manscaped. And dads, 2020 has been a year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing that you can control, and that is shaving that area that made you a dad in the first place. My sponsors over at Manscaped.com are here to remind you to do so. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premier electric trimmer that is waterproof with advanced skin-safe technology, so you never have to worry about scratching those love spuds while you're giving yourself a smooth shave. The Lawnmower 3.0 is included in the Perfect Package 3.0, and for a limited time, when you order the Perfect Package kit, you're going to get two free gifts. 
the Shed Travel Bag, and the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs. And let me tell you something right now, guys. The Anti-Chafing Cooling Boxer Briefs are the best pair of drawers I've ever put on. So what are you waiting for? Visit Manscaped.com. Use my promo code FATHER. You're going to save 20% off your order plus free shipping. That's 20% off your order plus get free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the promo code FATHER and get rid of those short hairs in your short pants today. Joining me now, First Class Father, Jocko Willink. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, thanks for having me on, Alec. All right, let's start it right here. How many kids do you have? How old are they? I've got four kids, 21, 19, 17, and 11. Wow, very cool. Yeah, I got four kids myself, three boys and a girl. What's the uh, denomination for you over there? I've got the opposite, three girls and one boy. Wow, very cool. What kind of sports or activities are they all into? You know, we live out here in California. They're um, they're into kind of a little bit of everything. Obviously, jujitsu, wrestling, surfing, um, gymnastics. My oldest daughter did ballet pretty heavily. So, pretty much uh, those kind of th- those kind of things. Yeah, very cool. And if you could, Jocko, for the one or two people who don't know, if you could just take a minute to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Oh, I was in the military for 20 years, and when I retired from the military, I started working with companies, teaching leadership, and that's pretty much what I've been doing. I have a, I have a podcast as well. Yeah, uh, thank you for your service, Jocko. This is a big honor for me here. So I just, uh, you know, along this journey that you had, about how old were you then, Jocko, when you first became a father, and how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? You know, when I, you know, had my first kid, let's see. I guess I was 27 or so. And, you know, I was already in the SEAL teams. I'd been in the SEAL teams for a while. So for me, it was, you know, when you're in the SEAL teams, you've got a bunch of people that are more important than you. You know, your platoon mates, the guys in your platoon, they're more important than you are. And and so I was used to that feeling. And then when you have children, you know, you realize that now you've got some more people in your life that are more important than you are. And you got to put them first. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why I, you know, I really respect so much our military men and women, because just as a, a father myself, I hate when I have to work an overtime shift and I miss out on some things with my kids. And it's like for such a small amount of time, but to be deployed, be overseas and miss out on so much time, I can't even begin to imagine it. So um, it, what, what would you consider then, Jocko, to be the top values that you hope to instill in your kids as they grow up? You know, really, the, the values that I wrote about, you know, I've written a bunch of kids books as well. And one of the series of kids books that I've written is called way the warrior kid and the values that I try to get into my kids are all in those books you know being disciplined with the way that they live so that they're healthy and they're strong and they're smart being a hard worker with a good you know a good solid work ethic being a protector and a defender instead of being a bully being respectful to other people helping other people out putting other people ahead of themselves staying calm not being super emotional and you know being being a leader. And then on top of all those things, always staying humble. Yeah, very well said, Jocko. And for, for my wife and I, uh, going from uh, two to three was the most challenging of the uh, of the change for us. Uh, so usually when I have guys that have about the same kids as I do, what would you say was the most difficult uh, transition for you as far as number of kids? You know, I was deployed a lot of the time. And so it was all on my wife and she was just a, just a superhero back here. I wouldn't be able to tell you which one was the hardest. I know that the for me, the biggest shock to the system was baby number one. After we had baby number two, 
whatever, 17 months later, and then baby number three, 18 months after that, it was just mayhem for my wife, and she handled it like a trooper. Yeah, wow, incredible. And, uh, yeah, my wife is one that stayed home. For the most part, she just went back to work last year, so she always stayed at home with the kids, and it's it was one of those things where I got a real good taste of it when I was by myself with, the, you know, the three, the four, and I, I got a really good, uh, a lot more respect once I had to go through that. Um, and obviously, big thing with you, Jocko, is discipline. It's something you preach about, something you talk about. Uh, what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad, and is that different than the discipline style that you grew up with? You know, my parents, my parents both worked when I was growing up. So there was a lot of leeway with what I could get away with doing and the way that I behaved, you know, and, and I didn't really abuse it. You know, I was, I was a rebellious kid, but I, I wasn't doing anything that was too crazy. Um, so I would say with my parents, they gave me a lot of leeway. I do the same thing with my kids. You know, uh, as my kids get a little bit older, they can do whatever they want. They can do whatever they want as long as it is good for their long-term benefit. And if they're doing something that, you know, maybe is starting to get out of line, then, you know, I'll talk to them about it. And the way, you know, if you were to ask me what kind of discipline I use with my kids, I would say my primary disciplinary tool with my kids is that I ask them questions. I'll sit down and ask them questions. I'll sit down and say, well, what do, why are you doing that? What are you expecting to happen? What are you looking for for an outcome there? How is this going to benefit you in the long run? So I think, you know, just for me, that's normally enough for my kids to realize that maybe they're not making a good decision and they'll straighten back out. Yeah, good stuff. And you have it the reverse of me here. One of the biggest concerns I have, my daughter is my only girl. She's, you know, six years old now, so I got a long way to go. Thank God here. But uh, you've already been there with this. Uh, how did you kind of handle it when your kids became old enough to hit that dating scene? Uh, I didn't really think too much about it. You know, I mean, they're human beings and they're going to be at some point start to hang around with the members of the opposite sex. And, you know, I just kind of told them, you know, keep control of your emotions. I, I think I, I think I've told a couple of them, you know, that I don't even remember who I went out with in high school. So even though it seems like it's a big deal, it's not, uh, you know, take your time. No big deal. I, I didn't I didn't really get too too hyped about it. And my kids have all had, you know, nice, nice uh, relationships with with, uh, you know, members of the opposite sex. And, and obviously now you've had a lot of success with the Echelon Front, with the books, with the podcast. You've been crushing it, just about everything that you touch here. What was the genesis of the Echelon Front, and uh, where do you plan on taking it in the future here? Well, before I, before I retired from the Navy, I, I had a friend that was the CEO of a big company, and he asked me to go and talk to his executive team about leadership. And so I went, you know, just did it as a friend, as a favor. And when I got done talking, he, he said, I want you to talk to every division I've got in my company. And I told him, hey, I'm retiring. I'm not, I'm not doing this kind of stuff. And he told me he'd pay me. And so <laughs> I, started, I, did, I did, uh, started talking to all of his divisions in his company. And at one of those divisional meetings, the CEO of the parent company that owned his company was there. And when I got done, he came up and said, hey, I, I want you to talk to all the CEOs that I have at all my companies. So he paid me as well. And, and I went and did that. And from there, a bunch of those CEOs just came up and said, I want you to talk to my company. I want you to talk to my company. I want you to talk to my company. And then I had a new business. Yeah. And, and you talk to all these guys that are, you know, big business heads and all that stuff. But can these principles of leadership that you preach, uh, can they be applied to fatherhood as well? 
Why is First Class Fatherhood climbing to the top of the podcasting charts? Listen to what dads like UFC President Dana White, legendary New York City radio host Greg T, and Navy SEAL David Rutherford have to say about the podcast. What a cool podcast. It's one of the coolest ones I've ever did. And congrats, seriously, I mean it. What a cool podcast concept, and uh, I, I love it. Good for you, man. Continued success. Dude, I love this podcast, man. Your questions are phenomenal, bro. Phenomenal. I am really happy. And I can tell you honestly, I'm proud to be a part of it. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Alec. And, and God bless you and what you're doing. Keep it up. Uh, I think the uh, compiling this many fathers and this much great information is going to be uh, invaluable in so many ways. So I, I wish you all the best, brother. So let's go, dads. We are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers. Subscribe to First Class Fatherhood today. Yeah, and, and you talk to all these guys that are, you know, big business heads and all that stuff. But can these principles of leadership that you preach, uh, can they be applied to fatherhood as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you, all those, the, the four laws of combat, if you just take those as an example, you know, you got cover and move, which is working together as a team. That's what a husband and wife have to, have to do to to survive and make things happen inside of a house. Got to keep things simple, right? We all know that. Prioritize and execute. Look, you got wrestling, you got dinner, you got jujitsu, you got to get the car fixed, you got homework. You multiply all those things times four different kids and you better learn how to prioritize and execute. And then, of course, last law of combat is decentralized command. And, that, and that's something you need to do with the troops that you lead, the employees that you have, and your kids as well. Because if you do everything for your kids, then they're not going to figure out how to do it for themselves. If you do everything for your employees or you do everything for your troops, they're not going to learn how to do it themselves. So you got to let your kids lead. Just like you let your employees lead, just like you let your troopers lead, you got to let your kids lead. Let them figure out what they're going to make for lunch or dinner. Let them do their own laundry. Let them make sure that their, their, their homework is prepared for school. So that's decentralized command. And yep, these things apply in the business world. They apply on the battlefield. They apply in life. And they certainly apply within the family as well. Yeah, very well said, Jocko. Yeah, that, that's one thing I talk about too. Like we kind of simulate for our kids the things. Like when I was a kid, we played a lot of street ball, but there was no refs, no coaches, no parents that were hovering around us telling us what to do. And, you know, we made all the teams up. We made the rules. We settled all the arguments. And I think our kids are kind of losing those problem-solving skills today because we get them all in organized sports at like the age of four uh, with everything today. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. You know, I'm curious to get your opinion. I know the SEALs have really just blown up here in the last decade or so with all the attention in the books and the movies and the shows and stuff like that. Me, as a civilian, I think it's awesome because I love to learn from your mindset. I'm more, you know, attracted to that than I am so much the guts and the glory stuff of the war. I think the, the philosophy that you guys have is incredible. I think it's a benefit to our society that it's available to us. How do you kind of feel about the SEALs exposure, the SEAL team shows, the movies and all that stuff? Um, you know, the, there's, there's been a lot of great information that's come out about the, the heroic seals that have done incredible things out on the battlefield. I think it's important that those stories get out. You know, when, um, when I had a book coming out that I had written one of the seal admirals that was, uh, talking to me and he, he read through the book and he really liked it. And, you know, he said, he said, you know, we are supposed to be quiet professionals, but that doesn't mean silent professionals. It mean, doesn't mean we never say anything. And the stories and 
so the the principles that I was putting out. He was he was happy to see him going out there. He was happy to see a, a representation of the SEAL teams in a positive light. There's you know you talk about how popular the SEALs are. Well, the SEALs get a lot of negative press as well. So you know it's one of those things where it's a tough balance. And and the bottom line is you know we're supposed to be humble. And yet when you write a bunch of books about the SEAL teams, it's that are about yourself. It's it's hard to claim that you're being humble. So you try and do it in the best possible way to share stories of those that made the ultimate sacrifice and try and share principles that will help people. And that's what I've been trying to do from my perspective. Yeah, well said. And, and something that just came up here recently, one of the things I talk about a lot on the show, Jocko, is that there's like an attack on the family life, an attack on fatherhood, and certainly an attack on masculinity that's going on. And we've just seen, they put a thing out about the changing the seal ethos uh, from, uh, you know, making it gender neutral. Did you, did you have any kind of opinion? Did you see that story? Or what kind of opinion you have on that? Yeah, you know, I saw that they they were doing something like that. I, I read through the the uh, directive from the admiral that he put out. I don't really understand what the point of that is. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's there's that that whole thing the uh, the seal ethos that was written a while ago, trying to trying to give seals a baseline of how to make their decisions. So I think that's uh, a positive thing to do is to is to give SEALs some kind of an ethos where they can make decisions based on that ethos. Uh, the changes that they're making right now seems like they might be. I'm not really quite sure why they're doing it. Um, I, I'm, 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 I retired 10 years ago. I'm not 100 percent sure why they're doing it. Uh, there's there's not any female SEALs. Um, I don't know if there ever will be, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure what's going on with that. Yeah, it kind of seems like a case of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So it kind of a little mind-boggling to myself as well. So, uh, well, listen, Jaco, obviously you've had so much success in everything you do. What kind of plans or goals do you have for yourself here for the future? Any more books coming on the way? What, what's coming up next for you? Yeah, yeah, I've got a few more books. I've got, a, I've got another Way the Warrior Kid book coming out in December. Um, after that, I've got a novel coming out in probably September of 2021. And then another leadership cup book coming out after that. I'm going to keep making podcasts. You know, we've got a, a company up in Maine where we're, we're making all American made clothing. Um, we've got a uh, higher supplement line out. You know, I've got kids, you know, warrior kid milk. So I got protein shakes for, for kids because parents are feeding their kids, you know, drinks that are filled with the most horrible ingredients. So we make stuff that's actually good for kids and it actually tastes good as well. Make those things for adults too. So we're going to keep growing that and expanding that. We've got a, we've got a, uh, an energy drink and I hate to call it that because the energy drinks, when you look at what's in a normal energy drink, they're, they're not good for you and they really don't give you, they give you some false energy. We, the, the drinks that I'm making are good for you. They've got real energy. They're not overloaded with caffeine. There's no sugar. They taste great. So we'll continue to push forward with that, with that. And the Echelon Front, you know, trying to become the premier leadership consultancy in the world. Yeah. Awesome, Jocko. And the last thing I'm going to hit you with here, I'd love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? I would say, you know, kids, you got to remember that your kids are not going to be who you want them to be. They're going to be who they are. And you do have some influence over that, but don't try and impose too much upon them. Just like you wouldn't do with a, with an employee or with one of your troops, don't try and impose too much upon them or they're going to rebel against you. 
and they're not going to see the way things that you see them. And, you know, let them occasionally brush up against the guardrails of failure. It's okay. You know, let them get dinged up a little bit. Look, you don't want to let them drive off the cliff, but it's okay to take some dings along the way. And there's, there's two things I've been talking about a lot when it comes to leadership lately. Two, I think the most underrated tools in, in leadership. And number one is ask questions. And number two, listen to what people have to say. Listen to your kids. Listen to what they're telling you. Don't, you don't always have to be the one that's talking. And last but not least, of course, and this is what you hear all the time, uh, enjoy it because it goes by quick. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. It's been a big honor for me. I got to say, Jocko Willink, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Yeah, man. Thanks for putting this word out there. Appreciate it. Good talking to you. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Jocko Willink for giving me a few minutes of his time here. I cannot even express how much of an honor that was for you to have on the podcast. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you guys thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. That's it. 400 episodes of First Class Fatherhood are now in the books. What a ride it has been. I owe it all to you listeners out there. I cannot say thank you enough for all your support. Uh, I look forward to providing you guys with the best possible content as we head into the 400s here. Next week, we're going to start that with a five-banger and going to kick it off with comedian and former UFC fighter Brendan Schaub. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out who else will be joining me here. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers. Tall as a tree, I saw feelings so